welcome in. It's the Spartaneer Podcast with Ethan and Tanner coming to you from East Lansing in Morgantown, West Virginia. Uh, both our NFL teams suck, and life is really fun. Ethan, how are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm great as always, Tanner. We each have a bye week of college football coming up this week. And yeah, uh, yeah like you said, MLB regular season is over. Joey Votto might have gotten ejected from his last game. Hopefully he comes back for another season. Uh, I think he just really – he's one of those guys that just really loves the game. I can see him just going on forever and ever. Uh, Miguel Cabrera had his last uh, little ground ball out. That uh, friend of the program, Dan Dickerson, play-by-play uh, radio for the Tigers, a personal mentor, had a beautiful call of that. So it's really the the end of the line for all of the poor teams at the bottom, such as mine. Not like yours, though, Tanner. You guys get to keep going a little bit for the Rays. Yeah, we get to keep going. We get Texas in the first round. Uh, we got the 3 o'clock games here in the wild card series. I love that. And that's not being being sarcastic. Mm. I Personally, for me, I love it because I'll be able to watch it. You know, when it's night games on soccer nights, I never get to watch anything. So, uh I will get to watch them play the wild card games against Texas, and then they will get to play Baltimore. So that's if they win, of course. So we don't, we don't, we'll see. I don't know how much faith I really have in that glass. Those Orioles, those Orioles are, those Orioles They're are red hot too, winning a hundred games for the first time in a long time. I mean, that's yeah. a turnaround. Yeah, uh, that's great for them. I don't care. They they got some bad news. Felix Batista being done is is not good. Uh, I would say I'm probably more worried yeah. to play Texas than I am Baltimore. The the Rays have played Baltimore pretty mm. tough this year. It's either in the Rays' favor, just outside. It's right there at fifty fifty. So I'm more worried to play Texas than I am right. the, the Orioles. Uh, but I am glad I guess that Seattle somehow mm. didn't make it. I don't understand what they're doing out there out west. They're terrible. I mean, they they not only yeah that was hurt themselves, but they handed the division to Houston again. So, okay, great. Right. <laughs> uh, and the Cubs crashing and burning there at the end. I loved that. Yeah, that was that was good. I don't mind that. I was either. a big fan of that. No. Uh, so, but so, so I don't know. Out that, of the uh, out of the I'm, wild card teams, what? That's why Miami's in Philly, right? Because the Cubs crashed so hard, I think. Right? Right. That right? No, you're right. I think that's yeah. Because right. there's no way that Marlins should be in the playoffs either, to be fair. <laughs> they're they're not good. They're well, not that was good. the red spot right there, that the Reds just crashed and burned through September and half of August. So, yeah. We were I mean, looking really... so good for so long, and then – it was that series against the, it was the series against the Brewers. Can't just can't beat the Brewers, and they obviously end up winning the division by far. And yeah, it is what it is. I'm used to it. I think I saw the Reds right before that series against Milwaukee. It's when I saw because I was down there when the and they were red hot at that point. Yeah, because Ellie De La Cruz set the second pitch of the game yard. Like, I, I, yeah, they they were the Reds were a fun team and. You know, they kind of, I wouldn't say deserve to be in the playoffs, but it would have been nice to see them make the playoffs. 
uh, just because it would have been fun. It would have been more fun than the Marlins. Oh, that I completely agree with. But it's not like it would have been in Cincinnati anyway. So, like, I don't know how much of a difference that makes until they get out of that round. Like, if they were playing, you know, division series games in Cincinnati, then I think you would have really seen the city uh, turn to a Redstown quickly with how bad the Bengals have played this year um, and kind of maybe be able to take some of that momentum Cincinnati on the football side has back away from Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Right. Uh, but uh, either way, the Reds still didn't make it, so it doesn't matter, I guess. And now Cincinnati's back to being what they always have been, which is not great. Um, yeah, not not great. Not great. So, all right, looks like we're having some Well, yeah, you, you – Are you there? You're there? Yeah, I'm there. I'm oh, there. okay. I'm Don't sorry. worry. I'm sorry. We're uh we're struggling with some Wi-Fi issues today, so I thought if I yeah. turn off the camera, then that might boost the audio a little bit. I think that's um, a good point. I don't yeah. know if that works like that or not, but we've never claimed to be a technology podcast. Um, no. I think, yeah, the, the Bengals are in a very tough spot paying Joe Burrow so much money. I don't think he's bad. I just think he's hurt. You know, he's hurting, and that offensive line is not doing you know wonders for him either. It never has, but. He, you know, three points yesterday. That's not going to win you anything. So you, <laughs> so you, you want the you need of the to, day for yesterday? Joe, I mean, that's like – Go for it. I mean, the stat of the day yesterday is three teams in the AFC North combined for a total of 12 points. Yeah. Bengals, so there the Browns, you go. I mean, yeah. The Browns didn't have Deshaun Watson – Browns didn't have Deshaun Watson and instead had Dorian Thompson Robinson slinging the rock, who I was very excited for. I can't lie. You know, anybody but Deshaun Watson, if they're going to be successful, is a good thing. Um, But obviously, and against the Ravens, too, which is a very winnable game, I don't think Deshaun will be out next week. But nonetheless, just a sad, sad game for the Browns. One that I couldn't watch up here due to regional – TV. However, uh, I think we were watching the uh, the Eagles. Eagles, uh, or no, sorry, uh, the Dolphins Bills game. It was the oh, Dolphins Bills, okay. and that was a good one too. Until the second quarter, both teams looked like an offensive powerhouse, and then uh, the Dolphins just petered off there. Yeah, they did. I- Yesterday was an odd day in the league, I think. Um, I agree. We, we saw we saw a lot that I thought was just a lot of bad football. You know, there's that clip of Tom Brady from a long time ago. Oh, excuse me. Um, and he was talking Tanner's to me. Tanner's laying in bed right now. He's tired. Uh, dude, I woke up. You know, we record these on Monday. They air on Tuesday on United 2. But I woke up and I did beat the clock at 7 today. And I'm just dead. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, I I got. Yeah, that was an early text that you no, sent I, me, what? and I was like, "Man, he's up." I was up. And we love doing the morning show, but it's the morning show for the reason. Um, it, it was just right. a bad day across the league. I mean, I I think right now, if you were to ask me, and this is really more so for college football, but the, in the NFL as well, like it feels like we always, you know, you could pick one or two teams in the NFL right now that you'd be like, "Yeah, they could go win the Super Bowl." I'd be willing to put some real money on that. Um, but, I mean, outside of – I don't know if you could really convince me of anyone. Like, yes, the Niners are yeah. undefeated, and they've looked good every week. 
But yeah. if you're telling me long-term play, I don't know if I really buy into what they're doing. I mean, Arizona's played every team so tough this year. Like, that game was closer than I thought, and it was definitely closer than it should have been for a while. And then you're like, okay, right. well, you look at some of the scores yesterday, the one that jumps out to you, Dallas 38, New England 3. Well, gosh, the Cowboys have got to be really good. Well, they just lost to Arizona. Like, I don't, I don't know. And there's a lot of bad quarterback play. Uh, but there's a lot of bad, I think, decision making more so than just quarterback play mm. around the league. Like when you when you look mm. at it, like you know, you see quarterbacks two, three picks a game now. Um, some yeah. stuff that you'd really kind of reserve for the early part of the season, not a quarter of the way into it. And right. you know, there's talk of which coaches should or shouldn't be fired or could be fired by the end of the year. I think you're going to see a coaching change in Chicago at some point. Uh, yeah, 100%. I hope to see. You might see some changes on Pittsburgh's coaching staff this week, Ethan. Uh, Tomlin did not speak in coach speak. He vowed for changes. I've never heard him do anything like that. So we'll see what mm. that means. But, I mean, if Cleveland doesn't get it right, I think you're going to see some changes up there. Uh, I think for sure. Yeah, I I think it would come more in the coordinator positions because I still believe in Kevin Stefanski, and I think the city does too. I think he's a good coach. but Ah, uh, dude, I don't know. I don't know. You, 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 you ever, you know, we're both from the same place. You ever listen to Bo Bishop in the mornings there at the fan? Yeah. Oh, Bo Bishop. I don't know if he believes that Stefanski is going to be around. There might be some heads that have to pay if uh, the well, Cleveland the media. Is so Cleveland media is some of the fattest, angriest. <laughs> yeah. Around the league, but I no, I agree. I mean, but how about, I mean, the only people that seem to be doing it right after, you know, a lot of teams have struggled to bounce back from hard. I mean, Chicago hasn't won in an entire year. Their last win was in October of 2022. So a lot of teams are struggling. But, you know, who really turned it around is the Lions. I mean, come on, Dan Campbell. And, you know, he got up in his first press conference two years ago and said, I'm not going to speak and coach speak. We're going to bite some kneecaps off and keep fighting. And they look pretty yeah. good. I mean, they look like a playoff team. I wouldn't say they look like a Super Bowl team, but how, when's the last time you've been able to say that the Lions look like a playoff team? You know, even well, last season, they came out and lost all the first games, and then it was basically too late for them. They won the last nine or what? not nine, but they won the last seven games or something like that. And, you know, it was too little too late. But when's the last time they've looked this good at the beginning of the season? It's been a long time. Yeah, no, I, I think that's fair. Um I wonder well, – not I wonder, but, like, look at the NFC. They they very well might be a Super Bowl team, pal. I don't I don't know. I don't know if that's the long stretch that you're saying because, theoretically, they might just have to really beat one very good San Francisco team in the playoffs with how bad right. the NFCs look. Like, Philly, that's yeah, true. they're 4-0, but they're not a good 4-0. Like, they've not looked like Philly did last year. They lost a no. lot on that back end. Right. And the rest of the and NFC. The Cowboys. I mean, it yeah, depends okay. on. Yeah. In the playoffs, it's going to depend which Cowboys show up because that's the most inconsistent team. They've looked, you know, they've blown out two teams and then they've struggled against two other of their games. One of them they lost. So I, you know, I don't, it depends on which team you're getting out of them. I think the consistency is what really takes you the rest of the way. So I don't know, one right. bad game and the Cowboys could be gone, but also they could stay hot. They, they could get hot in the playoffs and win the whole thing. You know, you really just don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, the other division leader right now, 
currently Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers. I, I know you probably don't buy too much into that. So, uh, <laughs> well, like, I mean that division. I think I could get out there and win. Yeah, like it, it's a it's a bad division of football. The, the Panthers look it, terrible. The Saints oh, don't look great. I mean, they no. look pretty bad. They got blown out at home yesterday, and it wasn't like Derek Carr didn't play. Derek Carr played, and Baker went in there and killed him. Uh, I don't think New Orleans scored a touchdown. I thought it was three field goals yesterday. Yeah, I think you're right. And and the Falcons are And then who else are we? Yeah, Falcons. Falcons, They're they're bad. Desmond Ritter's not a guy at all. Um, But, you know, you never know. Well, they played in London, so, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't – they're not good, though. They're they're not. They, They struggle a lot. Uh, Bajan Robert, Bajan, that's what I call him. I call him Bahan all the time because he's my fantasy running back in like every league. And so I just right. say Bahan. But uh, Bijan, I mean, he's looked good. They just got to get in the ball more, I think. Uh, but Ritter, Ritter is not the answer there at all. So, yeah, that really, other, I mean, the, that the really lines, surprised me. Just him being a starter. Well, yeah, and you have Heineke on the bench. Like, that's a team that I could see, you know, throwing up a feeler on Justin Fields. Or mm-hmm. if the Ra- – like, I didn't think the Rams were going to be very good. Like, they could go Fields or Kyler Murray potentially. But also, like, if the Rams were not good or if the Vikings really struggled, you know, they could go pick up Matt Stafford or Kirk Cousins just to distribute the ball better and not turn it mm-hmm. over. You know, like, that that's a team in Atlanta that I think could do that if they're still kind of in it. And the divisions mm-hmm. in play, and you know it's past or it's near the trade deadline, and those two teams are kind of out of it with quarterbacks they wouldn't mind moving, especially Minnesota, because I don't think they're going to resign Kirk. Uh, right. That that's a that's a move I could see Minnesota making. I also think now this was before yesterday, so it's a one game sample. But if Zach Wilson would have played again last night, I think the Jets had to call the Vikings and say, "Listen, what do you want for Kirk? Uh, just yeah. for this year, you know." Because you have this roster that's built now and you have to go compete. But also, to be fair, I mean, Rodgers was walking at the game yesterday almost. Like, that That I did not have. Mm. You think he's going to come back? There, there's people saying that he might be back before the end of the regular season. Mm. Maybe a tough tough cookie to do that. Uh, uh, Yeah, I saw him him up there. I don't. I don't think there's I mean, any way. Could you? Did you watch that game last on um, Sunday night? I did. How? What do you mean by that? How could you have sat through that? I I couldn't. I went to bed instead. I I, really? I cannot I... watch. I cannot do Collinsworth watching Mahomes, and then the <laughs> amount of Taylor Swift stuff that there was going to be. I just didn't want to deal with it. Oh, and I thought it was only be a cut two or seventeen times. Is that is that it? Yeah, 17 her, two commercials for her movie, three commercials with Travis Kelsey, one commercial with Patrick Mahomes, or two commercials with Patrick Mahomes, one with Andy Reid, was the final stat line of the night. So, I mean, the NFL is just a Chiefs fest, but now with Taylor, I mean, hey, it's good for the game, you know? 400% rise in Travis Kelsey jerseys, which is most likely boyfriends buying them so they can be Travis and Taylor for uh, Halloween, which... You know, why not make it fun? I don't know. I'm not a hater uh, to that regard. Is that I do what agree that is? That... That's what that is? I mean, that's just my that's my theory. I've never heard um, of that. that is probably completely accurate, though. 
That's yeah, so funny. I'm, that is yeah, so was, funny. Yeah, as a man who, uh, as a man in that position to be a, a to be a duo for Halloween, I, uh, I uh, is that what you're doing? No, 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 no. Oh, I wouldn't oh. buy a Travis Kelsey jersey. I don't even have a Browns jersey right now since Jarvis Landry <laughs> left. Uh, no, I could not. I wouldn't get a Travis Kelsey jersey because I really don't enjoy the Chiefs winning all the time. I have nothing against the Chiefs other than that they win all the time and it's annoying. But anyways, to to answer your question, you know, it's fun. Who cares? As somebody who calls a lot of games – there was somebody fun in the crowd to talk about, wouldn't you? You know, especially when it's the Kansas City Chiefs versus the New York Jets. I was thinking more so of like Collinsworth thinking that nobody's ever seen Patrick Mahomes make a play before. And it's well, like every he time was... he does it, like, and he wasn't good. I know. So maybe I could have sat through. I don't really care about the Taylor as much, but I, I just, when Collinsworth talks about like, Kansas City like you did at night one and Tariko did a big disservice to the Chiefs too and I really am a big Mike Tariko fan and I like to defend that guy but when he said that there's an asterisk on this win when the Lions went into Kansas City and won that really yeah. upset me because him as a broadcaster he should know better than to do that because I, I don't ever remember a time like that uh, of him doing that but then also it's like Mahomes throws a first down and Collinsworth's like uh, I mean that guy he's just like an alien man like we get it we understand that Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. You know, I don't constantly need to hear it. I'm just trying to watch the game and, and trying right. to, you know, I, I don't need you to become the star of the show talking about the quarterback. I can tell well, that he's making a good play. Yeah, I agree with you on the asterisk thing. I think a lot of people took offense to that. A lot of Lions fans didn't like that. But he's the guy that's from the Detroit area. He lives in Ann Arbor, so. I'm sure he knows, uh, but you know, you say one thing, and I don't. You know, I love Mike Tirico. I think he's one of the best to do it right now, and yeah, for a I long time. A good, yeah, Chris Collinsworth, though you weren't watching, so you wouldn't know. But mm-hmm. no, I'm just playing with you. But he was all over Zach Wilson playing well. It was like they were seeing God walk on the field before them. Like they, Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth were so surprised. And so in awe that, that Zach Wilson was playing well. Every time he would make a throw, Chris Collinsworth, uh, his one touchdown drive that he led to make it 20 to 20, um, Chris Collinsworth was like, now that's a perfect throw. Now that's a perfect throw. And it was so funny. I mean, I don't know. I was entertained, you know, because you can watch the game without sound and get nothing. Or you can – the commentator's job is to display what's happening, provide some insight, and – provide a little bit of entertainment. And I think that Chris Collinsworth was doing that last night, which yes, he does love Patrick Mahomes. But when he started getting on the Zach Wilson train, it was just fun to watch because it was like America was in shock that Zach Wilson was making throws that an NFL quarterback has to make. They weren't even like, they were pretty impressive. He had to throw it on the back shoulder twice in a row. And Chris Collinsworth was like freaking out at how good his placement was and exactly putting the ball exactly where it needed to be. Which was just hilarious because, like, so, if you were doing this, like, this would never happen if it was Patrick Mahomes. Nobody would ever be saying it would be like, "Oh, what a touchdown pass!" You know, great pass, Patrick Mahomes doing what he should be. But Zach Wilson, it was like he had just grown a third arm and could suddenly throw the football. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, like, uh, oh no, now I lost it. Oh, do you, do you think it was because of the ice cream? 
Is that, is that what it was that he brought to the The team? ice cream? Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. That he bought the team ice cream or something? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, man. He Something was different. I, I guess we'll see how – I mean, the Chiefs are obviously a very hard team to beat, so you can't dog him on really? that. And at the end, they had a chance to win, and they had a pick – and uh, it was called defensive holding on somebody that was, well, he was involved in the pick play, but it was on Sauce Gardner, who, you know, mm. a very good corner that doesn't do that 95 out of 100 times. So right. you you put all that together, and that was a, a game that they almost won. And yes. to have that, you know, the Jets, no one was expecting the Jets to even come close. That game was only on Sunday night football because it was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. Right. So are you, are I don't you know. Kudos. Next, or Sunday night's game next week. What's that? Cowboys Niners. Woohoo. Oh, that will be fun. Oh. Come on. You know what the Thursday night game is? Uh, Bears. Commanders. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm going to be so glad I'm in Disney World. I don't have to watch that. <laughs> I don't know if I can sit through that, man. Like, there's a lot of bad football that will be played in that game, most likely. Uh, yeah, 100%. But it is perfect. I mean, it's, it's perfect for us here in, in Morgantown, too, because we have fall break this weekend and we're on the bye. You mentioned that off the top, and that's kind of why I'm changing subjects here. Sorry, to, unless you have something else, because uh, no, i got to get over to that's to Coach plenty Brown's covered the NFL. Show. Yeah, um, West Virginia, man, they're four and one. They went down to TCU, took care of Texas Christian on a road in Fort Worth. It was a big win. It was uh, nice to see. And taking my media cap off here as a student, it's really mm. fun to be four and one, man. I tell you, it's nothing mm-hmm. like that in the three years that I've been here. Um, and I've always thought that it could get back to this point. I've always been behind Coach Brown. And, and what he's doing, and right now it's paying off, and so hopefully it's going to continue uh, that way because I'll tell you, uh, there's only one ranked team left on West Virginia's schedule, and that's Oklahoma. Uh, mm. People are saying some wins could be coming, Ethan. The opportunity's there. Um, I hope know, so for you. I, I do too. Uh, when you go and take a look at the top 25 of college football, uh, the SEC bias is definitely there. Once again, because mm. why wouldn't it be? The fact that LSU is ranked at number 23 and they're three and two, uh, that's a shame. It's a shame. Tennessee should not be ranked. Um, I don't, I think Florida's finally not ranked anymore. But like, yeah, I mean, losing at Kentucky, they're not going to be ranked. No, no. And, and getting on the Big Ten hat here for a second, Maryland should definitely be ranked at five and oh. They should definitely be ranked. Uh, their, their five wins are far more impressive than that of Fresno State. Not to pick on a group of five team, but Maryland at 5-0 and should be in the top 25. Uh, and they got a big one against the Buckeyes this weekend. But uh, West Virginia, we received some votes, did not get in yet. We're idle this week, so we'll have to wait and see. But uh, Oklahoma, they don't play Texas this year, do the Mountaineers. Um, and they don't play Kansas or Kansas State, who are the other ranked Big 12 teams. So the only one that's ranked on the schedule is Oklahoma. And uh, that's in Norman. But uh, the Mountaineers got them last year. So uh, we're, we're circling that game there on the 11th of November, I think, is when that is. It's when it's when you guys are at Ohio State. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, yeah. and that's what we're looking forward to. I'm sure. I'm sure you're going to shock the world in Columbus, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, you know, we might be down a little bit right now, two and three, but 100% believe in this team. They're going to get some wins. They're going to surprise a lot of people. And it's not going to surprise me. We're going, I'm all on. 100% wins the rest of the season. Bowl game. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Spoken like a true Spartan. There but hey. Go. What? Hey, this week, mm-hmm. hockey comes back. College hockey. Something that Morgantown, unfortunately, doesn't have. However, I'll be on the call on Saturday for the game, the season open. You still there? Hold on, you cut out. Hello? Uh-oh. I think we lost him. So sorry there, Tanner. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you back. You're good. Hey, this is the problem. You know, we tell you guys we do yeah, this we're... from two different cities. We we truly do. So we run into these problems. All right. So yes, go ahead. Are... Saturday. We are not just pretending. I do go no. to school in Michigan. So Yeah. Saturday. What do you got? Wi-Fi's a little rough in the in the little apartment right now, but We've got season opener against Lake Superior State. Coach is a former. I cut out again. Damn. All right. Sounded like you was going to say the coach is a former Spartan. Uh, so. That. Man, right. we're just struggling over here. I know. We're struggling to get out of this one. Why don't we call it here, Ethan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so Ethan yes. on the call, Big Ten Network Plus or BTN Plus is what that is, right? BTN Plus, Saturday, 4 p.m., season opener hockey. Going to be a big run with Adam Nightingale this season. Yep. Dedicating the rink to a former coach who coached the other team's current coach. So it's going to be quite the storyline. Yeah, there you go. Hey, uh, the text I just got, by the way, jackets, student rush tickets What's on that? sale. That, that means – the Jackets hockey is almost back, sir. Just over a week out of That's right. the NHL being back. That's right. October 12th, I believe. The 10th I think is that's the first right. night of NHL. I think the 12th is the Jackets. Yep, they get John Tortorella and the Flyers. Oh, get excited. Get excited. Wish he was still a coach. <laughs> All right, that'll be our week here on yeah. the Spartan Air. We'll be back again next, next week, and uh, we'll have some more for you, hopefully. Have some better internet on both sides. But please subscribe and check out the Spartan Sports Report. And uh, uh, am I doing any games this week? I don't know. I think I got Wednesday night men's soccer against Loyola, Maryland on U92, the moose. If you're listening on U92, hey, you're on WWVU FM Morgantown U92. If not, subscribe to the podcast. It's the Spartan Era.